educating our community about the impacts of gambling harm live from Melton Secondary College, Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM. Welcome everyone live from Melton Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM. My name is Tiana and my co-hosts today are Mason, Jessica and Skylar. Our special guest today is Kelly, counsellor of Gamble's Help. Hi, Kelly. Nice. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I've got a question for you. What role do you have as a counsellor? Um, as a counsellor with Gamble's Help, my role is basically to support people um, with who have gambling issues or their loved ones who we call affected others. Um, and we basically support them around achieving their desired goal. Um, and usually when someone comes in, their goals are around either uh, making changes to their gambling. Um, so it could be to either reduce their gambling or to stop their gambling completely. Uh, and because their gambling impacts on other aspects of their life as well, um, we would make goals around the other aspects of their life. For example, um, financial goals, their mental health goals, um, social and recreational goals as well. Um, so basically... My role is just to support people to achieve their, their goal when they come in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hi, Kelly. I'm Mason. Um, what does a cancelling session can, yeah, cancelling session look like? Yeah, good question. Um, so really everybody's counselling session will look very different. Um, it really depends on what that person brings into the session and what they want to get out of that session. Um, so generally what we would be doing would be to get get to know each other, um, talk about their gambling behaviour and how the gambling started, for example, um, talking about some common themes around their gambling and, and um, why they think they might gamble. Um, and then um, coming up with a care plan to, to talk about specifically what it is they want to work on, what they would like to change. And that will then be the focus of any sessions moving forward as well. Oh, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. I'm Skylar. Hi, Skylar. Um, what are some good strategies that can be used to help your gambling problems? So to help the clients, like obviously we would recommend ongoing counselling, but there's other services that we would also refer to. Um, so we would always encourage clients to, to place a self-exclusion, put a self-exclusion in place, um, which would prevent the client from entering a gaming, a gaming venue. Um, they can also exclude themselves from some online apps, for example, as well, or install um, gambling blocking software on their phones and computers that prevents them from accessing the, that, that software. Um, I guess we also would really encourage people to, to talk to their uh, personal support, such as family and friends, um, because doing it on their own is going to be difficult. And because someone is always in recovery, it's good to be able to have those personal supports as well. Um, sometimes we might refer people out to um, other groups, for example, support groups or peer groups um, where they can gain support from other people who are in similar positions as themselves. Um, and on top of that, if people were really struggling with mental health issues, we would make those appropriate referrals as well. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kelly. My name's Jess. Hi, Jess. And what people need the most help? Um, that's a really good question. Um, because gambling doesn't discriminate, people come um, 
from varied backgrounds. Um, we do see people from the ages of eight, 18 and onwards, um, but we see both men and women. Um, we see, like I said, people basically from eight, 18 to 75, 80, I would say, um, because gambling doesn't discriminate and both genders gamble and all age groups gamble. So um, I think the people that come in um, are coming in because they're at different points of their life and they need that help. You know, it doesn't matter if their gambling is only impacting on them in a small amount or if it's gambling is impacting on them in a large amount. Um, they're still coming in to seek that support. Oh, yeah. um, just on top of that, um, what are, like, the age groups? Like, how – what is the most – Oh, I can't figure out a way to most common. It. Yeah, yeah, most common. Yeah. So, in regards to most common, it, it would, I think it, it, that's a difficult question to answer. But we, you know, because we do get people that range, like I said, from eighteen to seventy-five, eighty years old. Um, but I think you know, with the age groups around twenty to potentially forty, um, generally we would see a lot of males come through who would be struggling with. Um, sports betting for example and a lot of the maybe um, women perhaps between the ages of 30 and 80 for example they might be struggling more with gambling um, on pokies in venue for example so I think it varies quite a bit yeah oh yeah if you're just turning turning in you're listening to our gambling harm podcast on live fm live from melton secondary college in melbourne australia my name is Tiana and my co-host today are Mason, Jessica and Skylar. And our special guest today is Kelly, a counsellor from Gamble's Help. Um, well, how can we contact you? Yeah, so there's quite a few different ways that we can be contacted, but I think the best, best way to be um, contact um, Gamble's Help is to call the Gamble's Help phone number and that's 1800 858 858 um, you can have a chat to one of the trained counsellors on the other end um, they can provide you with some resources and they can put that referral into your local um, gambler's help in order for you to be able to access those counselling services do you guys have a website or anything like that that we can look at to try and look in more into it yeah, of course. So you can go on the Gambler's Help website, absolutely, um, or you can jump on the IPC Health website um, and look at um, under our programs, the Gambler's Help program. That would have your local intake phone number that you can call specifically. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, when should you seek help? <sighs> Definitely seek help when you feel like the gambling could potentially impact um, on your life or or if it is impacting on your life. Um, I think the thing that we see is that a lot of people when they come through, um, they're actually at crisis point and they're really struggling um, with finances or they're having relationship issues, for example, um, and they're at a really difficult time in their life. And it's really difficult to work with people when they're, they're so heightened and they're in crisis like that. Because um, you know they might be at risk of losing their home, or um, their relationship has broke down, for example. Um, so you know it's really good for people to be able to identify. Hang on, my gambling is getting out of control. I should probably see someone before it gets any worse. And that's a really good time to see seek help. 
you know, is to check in to see this is what's happening with my gambling. I feel like it's potentially getting out of control or it's going to get out of control and what can I do to make changes to that? Oh, yeah. How often does gambling affect the people around you? Gambling, for every um, person that we see with a gambling issue, um, it uh, affects up to six to ten people. Um, and that can be, you know, family members, that can be siblings, that can be colleagues, you know, that can be parents. Um, so we do see um, affected others. They do come to, to um, seek support around their loved one's gambling issue because they are impacted. It's really difficult for family members to see their loved ones um, struggling and, and not know how to be able to support them appropriately, I think. Um, oh, yeah. So we we would always encourage family members and friends to seek support as well as as in addition to that person that's gambling. Can like can a family member or like somebody join like help in a way that like or like push them towards going to you or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good question. A family member can join in the session um as well. They can attend the session with their sibling or their partner or their child um, or they can come separately. Unfortunately, because we are a voluntary service, a family member can't really say they have to attend. They can only really encourage them. Um, we do need to speak to them directly because it is a voluntary service and we do need to have their consent. Um, you know, so obviously it's great if they can come together as well. You know, they could be able to to, to um, talk about the gambling behaviour and how it's impacting on both of them. Uh, so what stops people from getting help? That's a really good question, Jessica. Um, look, because of the stigma, I think, associated with gambling, I think that's what prevents people from seeking help. Um, a lot of people feel very shameful when it comes to their gambling behaviour. They feel embarrassed and... A lot of people try to get it under control and make these changes by themselves. And I think only when they get to the point where they feel like they've hit rock bottom and they can't do it alone do they go seek seek help. Mm. Um, so that, that's quite common. Um, but it is, it's definitely that stigma. It, and then, I mean, there's nothing wrong with seeking help for your gambling behaviour. This is what the service is there for. Um, so we really empower people to be able to get out there, make that phone call and make those changes um, and break that stigma that's attached to gambling behaviour. How <laughs> many people come to you mm. and they say they don't want to tell anyone about their gambling issue or like are... Uh, scared of telling people oh i'd say i'd say majority of people do majority of people that come to the door um are scared of telling other people and most of them haven't told anybody when we first speak to them um and sometimes we might be engaging counseling for years and years and they still haven't told anybody so um that does happen and i said before it's all about the stigma and the fact that they feel shameful about that gambling behavior um so I think that's what we're here for, to try to empower people to be able to um, get family members involved in their lives so that they can help as well rather than pushing them away. What yeah. type of things do you do in, like, a session? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? Like, what like what do you tell them to do to help cope with that? Yeah. 
So apart from the things I spoke about before about making those referrals to other services and trying to get some practical strategies, a lot of it is about us exploring um, why they gamble. Okay, so thinking about when they go gamble, what do they get from it? What do they experience? Um, you know, they're doing it because they're getting a thrill from it. They're doing it to try to win some money. Um, so usually the reason that someone goes to gamble is very different from the reason why they continue to gamble. Um, so, you know, maybe they initially started gambling 10 years ago for one reason, but they're continuing to gamble for another reason. So this is something that we will continue to explore. But a lot of the work we do in sessions is in regards to thoughts and emotions. So we would really think about, get people to think about their thoughts and their behaviours and how they interact. Okay. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you to our guest, Kelly. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today, live from Melton Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM. My name is Tiana and my co-hosts today were Mason, Jessica and Skylar. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Educating our community about the impacts of gambling harm. Live from Melton Secondary College, Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM. Yes, 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 Start the party, celebrate. I'm sick of nonsense. I want to elevate from that familiar feeling. 